Hello and welcome to the Wingnet Travel Podcast with me, James Hammond. Personally, I have been to 50 countries. I've met so many people in my travels that I want to bring them on this podcast and get their story on record. I have plenty of tips and stories to share with you as well. Are you a backpacker or a traveller or gap year student or simply someone who loves to travel? Then this is the podcast for you. Throughout the weeks and months, you'll get many guests and solo episodes where I try to cover all range of subjects within travel. This is a casual and informative travel podcast to inspire you to travel in the future. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Thanks for listening and supporting this. And I'll see you soon. Cheers, James. Hey, yeah, just a quick one. I just want to say there are many ways to support this podcast. You can buy me a coffee and help support the podcast with $5. Or you can go to my merch store with the affiliate link with Tee Public, where there's plenty of merch available to buy, such as T-shirts, jumpers, hoodies, and also some children's clothing. Thirdly, which is free, you can also rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, or Good Pods. Also, you can find me on social media on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Simply just search for Winging It Travel Podcast, and you'll find me displaying all my social media content for traveling, podcasts, and other stuff. To my patron, you can sign up for £4, $7.50 Canadian, US dollars a month. And this will give you an extra bonus episode per month, ad-free content, 24 hours early access to the episode. You can get a patron shout out. I can also maybe get some ad hoc podcast episodes that I might release during the month. And you'll also get some free stickers that I'll send to you in the post. If you're interested in that, head to patreon.com and forward slash winging it travel podcast and you'll find me there. Thank you. Hello and welcome to part four of the Camino Finisterre and we're doing C to Mazalikos today and we covered 16 miles or if you want that in kilometres it's about 25 kilometres and we had a rest day yesterday in C and we checked out C and also Korkabayan and we also checked out some local cafes for brunch and coffee and done a bit of a walk I think even then we got sort of around 12,000 steps in that day so four or five miles in total we had a real good rest day to rest the legs for today, and that was needed because today was pretty tough. But I want to tell you a few things for C and the Corcubine, and that is I would recommend Cafe Bar Central in the Central Sea. Great coffee, breakfast, and food. And also I want to recommend Restaurant San Martin, which is in Corcubine, overlooks the water. That has also got good drinks and ice cream as well. And we did eat at a pizzeria called a Toscana, which was quite a bit of a local, just five minutes from my flat. That's also pretty decent for food. So there are your three recommendations for C and Corcubine. One recommendation for Corcubine and C is if you want to dip into the sea and go for a swim, you can't do that at the bay at sea. So what you need to do is walk around to Corcubine. I think you'll see one more beach. You can't go in that. You just go around to the back. And then you'll find a little, nice little enclave of a beach and you're able to swim there. And what we found was on the day off that we're walking around the sea, we'll run to there. All the sixth formers and the children in the college and stuff, as soon as they finish school, they're straight down there in the sea. And obviously some people who are not working down there as well. And it's actually quite busy. So I guess that's the only place around the area to, to kind of swim in. There's a few reasons why you can't actually swim in the other bit, but I'm not sure what they are. But that's a good top tip as well. And it was really hot yesterday, 27, 28 degrees. So we 
walked a fair bit and tried to get in shade and got back to the apartment quite early because we just need to be out of the sun really and then we sort of reflected on the day and we just thought that in Spain you get free food everywhere you go so if you're at a restaurant and you've got to order like breakfast or lunch they'll bring you complimentary side dishes and they could be anything from like potato salad a bit of bread um, we get given this like beans or soup thing that's pretty decent and also great service comes with that as well like they're always willing to speak try and speak English or just a bit of a smile on the face and trying to make it a decent experience so really impressed with that now on to today we kicked off probably around quarter past nine and it's straight uphill for an hour which is pretty tough so we had probably about 45 minutes to hour of that and it's pretty much always uphill and there was not much downhill in that and we just about got through that and the temperature was around 20 21 and for me personally that kind of made it a real tough day for me because that just tired me out completely but luckily after that uphill stretch it was pretty much flat until we got to here so bear in mind if you're coming this way on the Finisterre that if you're going to do C to Mazaricos, that it is going to be a tough hour, and then there's a pretty easy stretch after that. The other way, it's a pretty big decline at the end of your day. Got through that, and I've got a feeling today that it was not a lot of shade, a lot of sun bearing down on us. Um, we we're hot, trying to any shade we got, we sort of stopped for five minutes, tried to drink as much water as possible. I, again, ran out of water today. Um, I do tend to get through one and a half litres in probably about five hours of walking. We didn't get to this apartment here probably until ooh, five. So long day. And um, on reflection, we booked this place here because it seemed to be a pretty good deal and it was a private apartment. But we could have booked a hostel in the town, which is probably another hour walk. And when we got to that town, we're like, we could stop here easily and just deal with that. And so I think we're a bit down about that. There's a bit of a low period. But we got in an emergency ice cream and coke at an albergue called Ponte Alvira. And we smashed in a huge Cornetto and a 500ml bottle of coke. And I think that just got us through the last hour. The last hour and a half, maybe even the last two hours, was all on Tarmac Road. And that's a bit tough because it makes it a bit hotter. And we did prefer being in the grass or the tracks that was in the countryside. I do feel like from now until Santiago, that will be pretty much the case. So do bear that in mind when you either start or finish on this trek that if you're going our way, the last two days are going to be pretty much on the road. And if you're going the opposite way, the first two days are going to be on the road. But that is the official route. And we had a decent pace today. We got 10 miles in in the first three and a bit hours, I think. And then we went off on a bit extra to find a decent spot in the shade for lunch. And then we had a 40 minute lunch and that was much needed. And... If you're wondering what we're packing for lunch or drink on these treks, we normally tend to do um, a ham and cheese sandwich. Um, we had a carton of orange juice in there today. We've got a bar of chocolate each and orange. That pretty much gets us through the day. And then we stuff our face with pizza in the evening. So yeah, that's kind of what we're going with. And obviously the water as well. And depending on how much space you've got in your bag, you can obviously pack more. But for me, that's just about the limit. We also started to notice that on the trail coming towards where we are now, um, especially the last two or three kilometers there is much more options for a drink um, because i guess the idea is that people up to this point would stop at any given hostel and they all have a little cafe section so we have noticed that and there's been much more people today 
um, coming from the other way, but also a few going our way as well. I think that's to be expected. Not as much as I thought, um, but you will see people on a stretch because that is the official route. And also they're doing the same route as you, but it's in reverse. So they're, they're going to the same places essentially. In terms of equipment, the walking poles are doing really well. Um, they're, they're a real big help for the uphill stretches. Um, but actually in this part of the trek for us is actually predominantly downhill now towards Santiago. And we're off to Santiago tomorrow. So that's going to be a decent walk and a similar day in terms of mileage. Um, as you can probably tell from my voice, very tired. Um, I think it's starting to hit that these 16, 17 mile days are probably a bit too much. I think the average in Camino is probably 8 to 10. I think that's the right amount. Um, but it all depends on your time and if you can take as long as you need. Uh, I guess some people are on a bit of a time limit, so they just need to get a move on with it. So we're going to yeah go to Santiago tomorrow, and I think I'll finish the episode there. Nothing else to report. Tired legs, tired feet, and sunburn has recovered to a degree. And yeah, look, really looking forward to getting into Santiago and checking that place out. And we've got a decent correlation there in terms of hotels to treat ourselves. We're also looking forward to checking the, the whole city out as well. So if you've got any recommendations for the next couple of days... Again, please message me on Instagram or email or Twitter or Facebook. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you soon. Cheers. Thank you for listening to my Winging It Travel podcast episode today. You can find me on Instagram at James Hammond Travel or Winging It Travel podcast. You can search for both. I release weekly clips of this podcast episode as well as photos from the last eight to ten years of my travels. You can also follow me on TikTok, Facebook and Pinterest by searching Winging It Travel podcast. I do release daily content to do with travel and the podcast throughout the week. Also check out my website, jameshammond.org. There's content about myself, my travels, and there's also a newsletter sign up as well as a contact form. Finally, please rate and review the podcast on Podchaser. This is my platform of choice. Alternatively, you can rate this on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts from. This really helps the podcast gain a bit of traction for the future in terms of guests and content and I'm glad to see that you guys are listening out there reviewing it and enjoying the content so far stay safe stay humble keep listening keep traveling and I'll catch you soon cheers James